Welcome to Ensemble, where the sum of the whole is greater than its parts. This week's bite-sized podcast is going to summarize the most important stories in the financial and crypto world for you. My name is Dean, with me is Tim, and today we are your Ensemble. Well, Ensemblers, it is the 1st of October, which only means one thing, that September is over. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ posted their biggest monthly percentage drops of the year. All three of the major indices had their first quarterly declines this year as well. But it didn't only affect America this September. As per usual, European stocks were also down 2.9% to post their worst month and worst quarter of the year. To take it a step further, we also saw Brian Armstrong this past week in a CNBC interview say that he is surprised Bitcoin is above $20,000 in September. Generally, and if we look at history, for the past eight years, Bitcoin has actually been down in September, whereas this past month, it has actually been pretty stable. Definitely a bit strange on the crypto front, but in the macro side, September is a very strange phenomenon. To give you some context, Ensemblers, the S&P 500 since 1950 is up a whopping 250,000%. It averages about an 11.5% rise per year. However, in the month of September, the S&P is actually on average down half a percent a year. The Dow Jones is also down 0.8% on average a year. It's this bizarre market anomaly that affects the American market and the global market. No one really knows why. Some analysts say that it's because of some seasonal behavioral bias with investors wanting to make portfolio changes after the summer or getting ready for towards Christmas. No one really can put their finger on it, but it seems like every year, September, is a really, really tough month in the markets. There may be a good reason for optimism. And as we saw on Saturday night, President Biden signed a bill averting a government shutdown. So the Senate passed a last minute spending bill on Saturday night, averting what we would have seen as one of the biggest shutdowns in history. The bill allows government to stay open for the next 45 days, giving the House and Senate more time to finish their funding legislation. There was a lot of cause for concern in the markets this week. A potential government shutdown as Secretary, the Secretary of Treasury, Janet Yellen said, would almost certainly put the US into an official recession. It would cost the US a billion dollars a day, while of course, ensembles all congressmen and women still get paid and there would be major delays and shutdowns across the TSA in flights, in education, healthcare, and all federal facilities. It would have added a lot of debt, of course, as well, onto the ever-growing problem that we see in the markets. Moving on to some more positive news in the US, and we saw this past weekend that U2 opened a Las Vegas show. So the data is absolutely astonishing. Tell us more, Tim. Well, Ensembles, what happens in Vegas is now going to be broadcast on the largest screen in the world as Las Vegas launched The Sphere, this massive spherical building that has broken all sorts of records. It cost $2.3 billion, that's with a B, to build. It took four years. It's 360 feet tall. It's 500 feet high. It has a world record 580,000 square foot exterior programmable LED TV. Inside, the footage is remarkable with 160,000 160, square foot interior program LED. It really is from the future. There's AI robot ushers 
future is here. You can check our socials for more exciting photos and videos of the sphere. Going on to the future, and this coming week, we have a really exciting announcement from Google. So Google have now unveiled that they are going to be releasing their Pixel 8 and Pixel 8 Pro. Ironically, it's almost two weeks after the iPhone 15 and 15 Pro launch. So let's take it back a step. Two weeks ago, Apple unveiled their new iPhone 15 and iPhone 15 Pro, with some of the biggest features being the new USB-C port, which happens to be a very old feature on Android. The share price of Apple has not really reacted well to the new launch, as its share is price is almost 2% down since the launch. Primarily, this has been caused from iPhone overheating issues, which is raising concern in the market. Now, in response, Google is going to launch their Pixel 8 and Pixel 8 Pro this coming week, and that will have their Tensor 3 chip, a chip that is really making waves in the sphere. So let's see where the Google's share price will skyrocket whilst Apple's continues to plummet. Well, I am an Android man, and I can tell you, Dino, that my next phone will be one of those Google Pixels. Ensemblers, let's move across into the crypto space with some interesting crypto and perhaps geopolitical news this week with Binance selling the Russian arm of their company to a very newly founded organization called Comex. We may be seeing companies like Binance, but also in the traditional TradFi space, try and get around these global sanctions and regulations by simply selling off the part of the company to a Russian affiliate and keeping a semi-Chinese wall in between, but at least being still able to operate within a very large market, which is Russia. What else we saw this past week is the Ethereum's futures ETF being approved. So as we've previously mentioned, we have future ETFs which currently are approved in the US by the SEC, but spot ETFs are not yet approved. So with the delay in the spot ETFs being approved, we're seeing many other players now come into the market and have ETH and many other crypto futures that have been launched. And speaking of futures, Coinbase International, which launched their international futures, futures trading for, uh, for institutions earlier in the year, just announced this week that they will be opening it up for retail internationally in the coming week. So for those not in America, you'll be able to trade uh, the international futures on Coinbase and those in America, you can trade your ETH ETF futures in the States. Coinbase also had an interesting week. We spoke before about the potential government shutdown. Coinbase crashed with a huge marketing campaign trying to get the US congressmen and women to quote, wake up by handing out all of these custom made coffees saying, wake up, there are 52 million American crypto users or holders and it's time to start taking crypto seriously from a political perspective so that we can serve the American public the best. Coinbase is definitely leading the charge in many aspects and in addition to that Coinbase which actually has their own blockchain has seen massive profits coming into the organization and as a result their share price is up almost eight percent in the past five days. Some good news there. And the final bit of good news ensembles from the crypto side is Suzu, who's one of the two founders of Three Arrows Capital, one of the Ponzi crypto hedge funds, which started the demise back almost 18 months ago in the crypto markets, has been arrested in Singapore, facing four months in prison for multiple regulation violations. Not enough, but good news, especially as we start the SBF trial in the coming weeks. 
Wrapping up the markets ensembles, and Bitcoin was up 2% to just over $27,000, while Ethereum was up 5% to $1,650. The Dow was down 0.47%, the S&P was down 0.27%, and the Nasdaq was up 0.14%. But September is over, let's move on to brighter, greener futures. Ensemblers, that's all for today. Keep stacking, hodling, building, and maximizing our ROI. And remember, you're not alone. You're part of our ensemble, trying to get a bit financially smarter every day.